You are listening to the Light FM's Girl Talk podcast, brought to you by the Stoner Group, UBS Financial. Hello there. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. Hey, I'm Trisha. What lie is holding you back? That is the uh, question I got kind of tagged with this week. You ever had been in a conversation with somebody and they kind of call you on something like right in the middle? And well, here, let me just give you the situation. So I was talking with a friend of mine and she complimented me. And I immediately like deflected the comment because y'all know I use humor a mm-hmm. lot yeah. when mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about something. I go for funny because I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so I did that. And she just stopped and looked at me and she goes, why do you have such a hard time taking a compliment? Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I deflected again. I was like, have you seen me juggle? And she did it again. She was like, no, I'm serious. Why do you have such a hard time with that? And I, you ever felt caught? Like when somebody calls you on something like that, your insides kind of go, ah. Yeah. I didn't say anything. And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, I want you to think about that. Wow. Oh, wow. I know. Follow up. What's that? That's a harder follow up. It's even. very hard. I know that is. Yeah. Now you're. <laughs> now you got to think about it. And yeah. now you got to figure out what. Okay. So I started thinking about it and it got me on this whole trail of things that hold us back. Like the lies that we believe that really we don't, we, we wouldn't say them out loud on a daily basis, but. There's something that usually someone has said to us that has caused us to believe a lie about ourselves. Mm. And so I got to thinking about this, and I'm just going to be flat out honest on this podcast. Is that okay? I mean, I know y'all are used to me being honest, but this this is like next level. And like I even lost sleep over this last night because I was like, oh, we're going to do a podcast tomorrow. And (laughs) I don't really want to share this, but... God is very bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so so I like drilled it down and it got back and I'm not going to cry just so y'all know. Okay. Um, it, it got back all the way back to when I became a single parent and I went to tell somebody who I am very, who I, who I think a lot of um, and is very special to me. And they said this phrase and I, and I drilled all of this back to this phrase. They said, did he leave you because of your weight? Oh. Now, I'll say this. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that they were just kind of in shock because of what they were finding out. And there were so many emotions and da-da-da-da. But I started at that point, like, building my identity on the fact that I was a single parent because I was not attractive in Mm. some way or you know that I was overweight wow and I have never been able to get past that and I'm not gonna cry I said I was not gonna cry so I'm not gonna cry um but really it's more about what lie is holding you back because if you would have asked me that question and even if you would have said that phrase I was like no I didn't that didn't really bother me that much but when I kind of deflected on the compliment thing with my friend and she was like I really want to know why you have such a hard time with that because I've complimented you on other things before too and you always do this and I just thought what would my how would my life look different if I could let go of that and get past it Mm -hmm. because I think that on a daily basis we are held back by all kinds of things 
And we and, and I've built a whole identity around that very thing right now. I will go as far as to say that people have said, oh, would you ever date? Or I have this brother-in-law who's single. <laughs> I guess your brother-in-law wouldn't be single because he'd be married <laughs> to your sister. But um, I have this relative who's single, and I'd like to introduce you. And I'm like, you know, I just don't think I'm ready for a relationship. And like, all these different things, and I think it goes back to that. Mm, like, wow. I, like I have a problem because of that situation and because that was such a formative time for me Mm -hmm. um so early on as Mm -hmm. being a a a new single person and having that like attached to that situation does that make sense Mm -hmm. i feel like this is all about me and i'm not trying to make it be that but but so it seems like someone said a complete lie and something so out there out there that could not even be true but because you were in such a vulnerable place, mm. you internalized it. That is, is that true? Wondering, mm. oh, okay, someone mm. said that to me, so it must probably be possibly true. Right. When, you know, now that you're away from that, you can look in the reality of the situation and say, there's no way that's true. Right. I should be able to. Right. But and that's where I'm trying to struggling well, with the words. Yeah. Like, you should be able to do that because that's what makes sense. But because it's been so long that you've believed that. That's 10 How years, How do you get y'all. past that? Well, you said wow. internalizing. That is the key. Because think about, think about you know, something that deflects something. So you throw something on, it doesn't stick. But let's say you throw something on something and it sticks and it becomes part of that thing mm-hmm. that you threw it on. That's internalizing. Mm. So it becomes part of you, not just something you can let go, but it, it has become part of you. And then like a scab, things grow around it and start mm-hmm. to make it even more kind of in there. Mm-hmm. And that is such a lie. You've got to get it out of there because when it becomes part of you, it affects everything you think. It affects your choices that you make and it affects the things you do so it becomes very very damaging yeah Mm -hmm. so you have to confront it and and like even right now even talking to y'all about it i'm still tender like i could sure i could sob right now if i well there are hurts that happen in our lives i think that no matter even if you feel healed i think emotionally they can Mm. still drain you years and years and years later people that have had rough childhoods or different things that have happened abuse abusive relationships even if they are past it and mentally kind of healed from it, I think it still is, it will always forever be painful. Yes, yes. So what do we do about it? What do we do about that kind of a That's lie? why I came to y'all because y'all are smarter <laughs> than me. I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> Alicia you're much, is. No. You're much smarter than me. And I, I you know, I, I have really, st- here's the thing. Living is hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anytime you've been through any kind of hurtful experience, you have to do some hard work. To try to get at the the root of it, you know, and I think that God is beginning to show me that I've got some work still to do, mm-hmm. but I don't really know what to do. Well, that's the thing, Carol. For example, you help people all the time. You're able to encourage people and inspire people and talk to other people about their worth, about um, about how wonderful they are. But you. Maybe, because I do this, you struggle maybe to say that kind of thing to yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, what are we telling ourselves? Because we're with us. ourselves all the time. Yeah. When we say yeah. what a wonderful person you are and that that is a total lie. You deflect that, but you internalize <laughs> a total other lie. people. Yeah. That, that, that happened 10 years ago is absolutely no way possible right. true. 
Yeah. So you have to now believe those around you that love you that say these compliments. You have to learn to accept the compliments. Right. And I think as women, it is hard to even a simple compliment like, oh, I love your top, Trisha. Like a lot of women, like if I hear something like that, I'm like, oh, I got it for five ninety nine at Target. <laughs> yeah. I got it on I sale. Some, Heidi like, gave me this, by the I, way. <laughs> I, I can't say like, oh, I spent a lot of money on this. Right. Or I have to give some reason why that's potentially not 100% mm-hmm. true. Like, right. you need to know the truth about my wardrobe choices. <laughs> right. And where you got um, them. But I think women have a tendency to not be able to take compliments very easily. And why, why, I don't what's, know. What is, what is that? Well, that is all true. And I think part of it is because we're constantly telling ourselves something else. Yes. What are we telling ourselves? What are we constantly feeding to ourselves? Well, and are we not listening to what God is saying about us? And what God says about us. Drop the mic, Alicia. You just yeah, had it right there. It. And, you know, here, how do we get, how do we give God's words the same weight that we give other people's? Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you all the truth. I have the hardest time, even mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we, we just got to, to pre-screen a movie um, a couple of days ago and it, it's, it's excellent. I would, I would say, go see it. It's going to be in theaters later this summer. And um, one of, one of the, well, really the heart of the movie is identity. And it's this teen girl trying mm-hmm. to figure out who she is. And, um, I was just so like compared because all this is going on at the same time, you know. I was like, how come? How come? You know, I can't believe what's in black and white in the Bible because I think it's for everybody else, but not for me. What is what Mm -hmm. is there Mm -hmm. in me that believes that that's true for everybody else, but I'm the one exception? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. because I think we do that. Oh, we do that a hundred percent. I love in that movie, and I don't. I don't think this is a spoiler about the part about Ephesians. Yeah, yeah. Go through. The first part of Ephesians yeah. and write down every encouraging word, every word that is about you. And I did that the other night. I went back and did I you? did that and I highlighted the word. What a great little just, you know, exercise. study there, exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is a great. And even though you've you know probably read it before or maybe you've never read it, that is something you should do. Go through chapters one and two of Ephesians mm-hmm. and every word that God says you are, write it, write it on a piece of paper or highlight it and Remember it and learn it that that is true about mm. you. Yeah. And I think sometimes I like to highlight things and go mm-hmm. back, yeah. not just in the Bible, but other places of encur- think words of encouragement that yeah. I find so that when I am feeling down or I am feeling like there is something going on, I can look back and find something encouraging to reflect on. Yeah. And I think also, because I did the same thing. I didn't write it down, but I looked at Ephesians 1 and 2 also. And I looked at those words and I tried to absorb them. And I struggled as well. But I prayed. I said, God, please help me Mm. believe this. Mm -hmm. And that was a a key because I just can't believe it without God's help. Yeah. Mm. And some of that is um, going. Here's the thing that struck me is like, I would have never, if somebody hadn't called me on that and said, you need to go back and really examine why it is you're, you, you do this, I would have never come up with that. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that God brought it to mind because mm-hmm. it, like, it's been over 10 years ago. And I kept, mm-hmm. I kept saying, no, that's not it. That's not it. And then when I landed on that, it was like this moment of somebody had me around the neck. And I knew mm-hmm. that that was it. But at the same time, I think going back and, and, and re- really figuring out where those it's like the foundation of a house. 
you know, when a house starts falling in, you don't go fix the upstairs window. Right. Right. You know, you got to make an improvement on the closet. Yeah. Right. You don't patch it. You You have to fix the foundation. Right. You don't paint the bedroom. Right. Which is what I think we do a lot in life is that we try to fix, we try to paint the bedroom when the foundation's crumbling. Yeah. We patch it up and make it look good. So when we're walking around and people say, how are you? You can say, I'm I'm great. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Look Look at my bedroom it's newly painted <laughs> yeah don't look at the crumble down there look yeah. at the bedroom <laughs> never mind that it's you know <laughs> off center and the floor's falling in i mean but it's newly painted you know yeah and um i think i i won't say we because i can't speak for you but i think i do that quite a bit um i think we in in christian circles have done that women especially have mm-hmm. done that a lot we try to paint over mm-hmm. a crack in the foundation and it's still there you know um Go ahead. You got a thought, Trisha. Well, I just remembered this moment that I had with my mom. So my mom is a strong believer, always mm-hmm. has been. And it used to just drive me crazy about her that her it seemed like her self-esteem was very low. Mm-hmm. And she was always saying things about herself, putting herself down in mm-hmm. little ways, mm-hmm. sometimes humor, sometimes just little comments and that kind of thing. And I asked her about that. And she said that she was trying to be humble. Because we're supposed to be humble. But that, that always confused me because I'm like, I don't know that that's humble to be putting yourself down. I think it, it, it's it's devaluing yourself. So right. it's kind of like that. I think as believers, we don't want to be actually like, like we're in like overvaluing ourselves. Like, everyone, look how great I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is certainly not what's going on. But... I don't think we're supposed to put ourselves down yeah, either. No, that's right. But it is a hard balance of let's say you have something really great happen in your life, and and I know sometimes we tend to be like, yeah, I had this really you know really great thing, or I got a little promotion, or right? You, you, we kind of downplay. I I know I do that. I kind of downplay good things because I know one day I'm going to have something bad, and I'm not going to want to share it, and and I don't want to look overzealous or anything mm-hmm. about the good things. I don't want to be too prideful. But you also want to share stuff and be honest and real with people. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's hard to figure out what is that balance of yeah. being humble, but being real and believing about yourself and having confidence, having self-confidence, but not having, not being boastful. Right. And, That's it. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think self-confidence and self-esteem has gotten a bad rap because everybody's like, oh, that's psycho babble and that's not what God wants for us. But I think there is such a thing as God confidence. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can be confident in who you are in him. God confidence. That's um, what I want. Yeah, me too. And I just realized that because this sweet friend who didn't seem so sweet at the time, (laughs) (laughs) I love you, but uh, don't call me on the carpet ever again. um, I think we need people like that in our lives who will say, well, what's the reason behind that? And and if anything else, yeah, even if it hurts, um, if anything else, I hope that today's podcast has kind of helped you to to think about if there are lies that you're Mm -hmm. believing day to day. Mm -hmm. And if there are, to do the hard work of asking God, hey, God, could you identify the place where this started? And maybe we go back and mm-hmm. deal with that. We go back and get the roots of it so that I can, you know, I do I believe that that God could take this away from my memory and heal me? Yes, absolutely he could. But for me, that's usually not how it works. I have to do hard work mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And he has to speak to me th- through that painful place. Yeah. And there's always a tinge there. But there's also a sense of victory because I know that he is able to bring me through something like that and to work me through it. And I hope today's podcast, if nothing else, will help you quit painting over 
the foundation mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole mm-hmm. reason I shared that with you. Mm-hmm. Not so that you'll send me an email and tell me, <laughs> you're beautiful and we think you're, you know, don't do that because that just makes it worse. But you are. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but that's, true. that's true. not the reason I shared that. I shared yeah. it because mm-hmm. I truly do believe that a lot of yeah. us live our lives um, subject to some kind of lie that holds us back from being all that we could be if we allowed God to heal that place. So that's exactly why. Now, this is going to be the first ever Girl Talk Homework. Ooh, okay, okay. you have homework I'm today. Notes. You, you already assigned it. Ephesians one and two. Oh, right. Go yeah, through, yeah, yeah. Okay, go through Ephesians one and two. We totally ripped that off from a movie that's coming later this summer. <laughs> Can we? Are we allowed to say the name of it? I think so. Overcomer. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's called it's Overcomer. Um, it's Kendrick Brothers yes. movie. We got to see it a little bit early um, through some connections we have here at the radio ministry, but it'll be out in theaters in August. And go see it. And we totally ripped that idea off from, from Overcomer. <laughs> so thank you, Kendrick's <laughs> brothers. Um, but read Ephesians 1 and 2 and talk about, uh, uh, write down everything that God says that you are and the benefits that that uh, it come from knowing him and Trisha. And pray that God will oh, yeah. help you absorb that. Yeah. And it not just to be words on a page, because we can all do the assignment and it, you know, is in our heads, but not in our hearts. And that's the hardest part for me yeah. is to let that knowledge not just be knowledge, but to let it sink down into my heart and change who I am. Because we're all in the sanctification process. God mm-hmm. is continually, if God's not continually working on you, then we need to look at why. Because he's changing us every day and we're learning a little bit more every day. So we're glad that you are here. If you got questions or comments, you can always email us. We love getting your emails. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. we forward them to each other and we yeah. do a happy dance whenever we get an email. So <laughs> Trisha just did it right there. Um, uh, we love getting your email. We love you being a part of the discussion on the Facebook page. And you can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. And uh, we love you so much. Yep. And uh, we want God to do a powerful work in your life. That's why we gather around these microphones. And we'll be excited to see you right back here. We'll save you a seat next time on the Girl Talk Podcast.